Hi everyone, this is Deborah Rodriguez and welcome to my podcast once again. You guys have made it to week four. Congratulations, we are in week four. There's so much to cover in this week and this topic. We are continuing with dismantling divination and we are almost complete. So congrats to you for making it this far. I hope that you guys are learning from my past podcast this week we're going to get really into it so really be prepared um i hope you guys are being in prayer and fasting uh because this is the week where we are going to end it all okay so very excited about this one um been preparing for this one to be able to make sure that i'm covering everything this week is titled dismantling divination the kum laude spirit versus the holy spirit we're going to talk about the fruit of the spirit we're going to talk about chakras yoga tarot reading hexes etc so i am ready for this because i want to really dismantle all of this and tell just the lie of how the enemy has corrupted um the world and just so much more when it comes to uh this type of um knowledge or this spiritual knowledge that everyone feels like you know this is where it comes from no this is not where it comes from so as you know this series and this podcast series was really to dismantle all the lies um that we see around in the church that are coming in and all these different things that really come to defeat and steal the purpose of god and what he created these things to be already All right, so that's my mission, and I'm glad that we are coming to the end of this podcast series. So first off, I want to go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you, gracious God. Thank you so much for what you are doing, who you are, and how you have graced us and just healed us and blessing us and all these different things god god i continue to give all honor and glory to you thank you so much for all of the insight that you have given me to be able to teach and just help people to know where the enemy is in their own life and to see it to recognize it and to really just mantle it in their own lives and say no that is not god so god I uh, pray that you continue to decrease me so you can increase in my life and over my podcast. Thank you for blessing me with this platform for people to be able to listen and learn. I am so humbled, humbled, humbled uh, to be able to teach and just be able to get up and have the time to talk. Um, And it's been so long since I've been able to do this. So God, thank you so much for that. Um, I pray any of my listeners on here, I pray that they are open to be able to be receptive and they are able to uh, relate to anything that is on this podcast and they be able to ask questions and say you know what I might have experienced that I might be experienced that I didn't know that maybe to even go more into research the biblical terminology and even the biblical revelation of what that you are giving them in this time um and that they share it with others to be able to bring uh insight and uh really awareness to what this is god i give you all on the glory in jesus name amen all right you guys so first i'm going to start off with the kundalini spirit and the and the holy spirit all right 
So the Kundalini spirit is a spirit that is 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 is, is a false Holy Spirit, and we're seeing it in the church. Okay, we're seeing it in the church. How God revealed to me, it's like it's like a snake, you know, like a, a white snake. And most times, this spirit is connected with yoga practices, chakras, etc., coming into your third eye. This is what these practices are uh, affiliated with okay so this is the kundalini and all these type of spirits this is what god revealed to me many churches you see i talked about it in probably uh week two uh we see these pastors and they're blowing people to the ground and just trying to perform this big old show uh for people and many people confuse this with the holy spirit this is not the holy spirit this is they these now i'm not saying that People can touch or pray for people and they're healed and they're falling down and different things like that. But the Holy Spirit is not going to to try to have this big old show of, and try to show itself. It's going to do it. You can you don't have to do all this big uh, screaming or or uh, throwing everybody around for it to be known. It's the, the power of God is going to reveal itself. And, and many times. It's not going to act a fool and do all the other, all that crazy stuff. It doesn't need to do that. It doesn't need to, to do that because it's God. All right. And so we want to uh, really dismantle this. And when you're seeing this, when you're seeing people, uh, just because you see people being able to do things and they're flying all over the place, doesn't mean that this is coming. A lot of, a lot of these people can be da- dipping and dabbing with other things. And that doesn't mean that that is necessarily coming from God. These powers, the, just magicians, all these people can see and, and, and say the same things as we're seeing with divination and we're learning about this. So please be careful. All right. One thing that I want to go into is, uh, uh, is, is the chakra. And I'm going to compare the chakra to the, to the uh, fruit of the spirit and tell you why uh, there is no third eye. Okay, there is no third eye. There is no chakras coming into your your higher self or your higher development. This all of this stuff was created from uh, by God. God is this true source, and to be able to come into the awareness or uh, walking into the fullness of God, it does not come from doing this ritual with these with these rocks and rams and all these different things. God is the only power. Period. God is the only anointing, one and true God. And there's so much of these different things and all this different stuff that we have been warped to believe that this is how we're what we need to do and how we're going to get it. That is not how, where the spirituality come from at all the spirituality comes from god and many are just using it for their own selves and their own glorification so satan took the fruit of the spirit and manipulated it into something else he took these these uh these these seven these nine uh fruits of the spirit which god has already created this comes from god all right god is love which is a the biggest um the biggest compassion the biggest uh, gift the biggest emotion in the world so we aren't basically we need we aren't gods okay but the snake satan wants to make us believe that we are gods um and this was the main reason he fell and was a falling angel because he felt he was the universe and he was his own god and tried to dismantle the creator himself this is what the problem with satan in heaven he felt that he was doing too much why couldn't he be god why couldn't he be on the level of god come on we want to we we say we the universe we god because we feel like well we our own gods we got our own power we don't need nothing else and that's just how this is the problem nowadays we feel like 
we got all this power, we getting our bills paid, we got a job, we don't need God because we doing everything ourselves in the first place. But then when it comes to we going through problems, we want to go ahead and add a scripture to something. If we if we if we a little bit familiar with that. I remember having my own job, two jobs, didn't need nobody, this and this. And I was walking around like that. I didn't believe that I was God, but I was walking around like, okay, everything good because I'm not in a tiffy right now. But the moment some of us want to go through some problems, we want to get on our knees and we want to pray to God. Jesus, help me, Lord. We want to do this when we get into problems. But before that, we don't want to do all that. We, we feel like we, we doing it on our own because everything good because we got finances. You know, we doing everything ourselves. That's where this came from. Uh, Satan felt like, okay, same thing he did with Adam and Eve. Do you really have to listen to God? Do you really have to um, follow God? Do you really need to acknowledge God? You're God. You're doing all this stuff. You don't need to acknowledge him. You don't need to uh, say, say that he God. You don't have to answer to him. I don't answer for him. Look at me. I'm free. And that's how we get trapped. So what happened was the fruit of the spirits was warped. And I'm going to describe what the fruit of the spirits are and how God revealed to me and gave me this revelation of the fruit of the spirit and how it was so powerful. All right. And so what we need to know, we need to know that the, how, what the chakra was, the chakra was created to, to make people believe that and this is a form of yoga kundalini all this stuff this is why i don't do yoga and all these different things make you believe that you know you're your own god and if you can do all of these steps if you can uh gay engage into your root chakra you know the throat your self-awareness your third eye i mean you got to do all this and this is how you're going to have a balance and you're going to come into your higher self no that's i i'm doing i'm i'm all right i can see things without doing all of that So God wanted me to dismantle this real quick and what he showed to me uh, regarding the fruit of the spirit. So the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is long. This is this is the fruit of the spirit. And the fruit of the spirit came into the new uh, New Testament. And it says when you are moving into these, there is no law. Meaning, if you're having self-control, you're not going to commit adultery on your spouse because you're having self-control. You have gained fruit in the in the aspects in the in the uh, level of self-control. If you're loving your neighbors, you're not going to go hate. If you're long long suffering is patience. You're going to have patience. If you're perfecting in patience, you're not going to have to go go steal because you you need your bills paid. You're not going to have strife in your heart when you're, when you're growing your fruits in gentleness. This is what the fruit comes from. And so God revealed to me that the fruit, he revealed to me um, uh, he, how, I, how I saw the fruit. And God revealed to me that there are rankings in the spirit. He revealed to me the fruit of the spirit and how it was a color. And how in these, co- see, see, I'm, 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 te- thank you, God. Thank you, God. He revealed to me that when we are perfecting, well, only God can do it. And you have to go through certain things to gain that long suffering. God revealed to me that the fruit of the spirit is, is, is what is needed when we are conquering and we are conquering our flesh. 
And each and every day when we're building that patience, that long suffering, this allows us to really be able to move in the fullness of God that we need to move into. The only thing that's stopping us, this is what God revealed in the revelation, is stopping us from moving into the fullness of God is our flesh. We're humans. We're going to have flesh. We're going to, each and every day, there's a battle with our flesh back and forth. There's a battle with our flesh. Do I want to go do this? Do I want to go do that? There's constant. We have our spirit man and we have our flesh. So there's going to be a battle as long as we're here on earth. That's important. The kingdom of heaven is already here. The thing that is setting us back and stopping us from really moving into the fullness of God is the desires of our flesh. I physiological needs. I, I get tongue tied on that. These are needs that we need physiological, there we go, needs that we need to survive, like food, sex, uh, water, these shelter, all these main things we need to survive. I always get uh, t- tongue tied. <laughs> Sorry. I get tongue tied with certain words like ours, certain things. Uh, so these are, these are needs that we need to survive. And so these, this is what holds us back. Why do you think when we're trying to focus or the people in the Bible, they went on a fast. A fast goes against us not wanting food. We need to eat. When we don't eat, we get grumpy. Our body tells us, hey, have sex, 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 sex. But then we, we try to have, in order to grow self-control, we need to be, try to be celibate. We, we need to wait. So our body is constantly telling us to do something different. And this is the struggle what we have with trying to reach a specific level in, certain, in a certain thing. So many people cheat, commit adultery and different things because they don't have self-control. They have not allowed their self to go through self-control. They have not allowed their self to wait and, and, and try to wait every day. Every time you got an opportunity, you got to have sex. You got to have sex because you haven't, you haven't gained. So every time you, you want to eat, you want to eat. You haven't gained self-control. That goes for eating too. Some of us just eat, 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 eat. We don't even, we, we don't even give our time to, us time to really allow ourselves to have self-control. This comes with our diet, all these different things. Patience. We don't wait. We don't, if it ain't happening tomorrow, uh, Sunday, Friday, Friday, Sunday, we don't want it. We don't know how to wait. I'm speaking for myself in some of these areas because we're going to be perfecting ourselves until the, until Christ returns. That's important, but we have to know that we don't have to, this, this can be a process that's happening now. So what creates light is so many people are unaware. Light is not white. Light or is a rainbow color that comes together on the prism spectrum that makes a white light. This is where light come from. These are blues, orange, green. All of this comes together and it makes a white light. This is where the chakra comes from. And I didn't research this from that. This is physics. We learned this and I learned this in physics when I was 14. We learned about the light and the prism and how all these colors come together to make white light. Light is God. 
And so in the spirit, God showed me a dream and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, writing this in my new, I'm writing about it in my, in my new dream and writing about all this stuff I'm talking to you about. Uh, it, I have a new book coming out called Seaweeds. So I'm writing about this, but God revealed to me that there is a ranking and he showed me it in colors. And every time you, 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 uh, you uh, conquer a self-control, God showed me a purple. And then something else, and he showed me an orange. And I said, whoa, what is this? And he, and God is, is, is uh, allowing me to write about this so people can see that there are, there are spiritual things that you unlock in the spirit. There, is, there, there, are, there are rankings and levels that happen, and God is looking. And when you're going through these, these stuff, this stuff not going done in vain. You saving that money and you've been saving for, for that and you haven't did this and that and that. That's not going in vain. You're growing something. Some, some of y'all depressed because you ain't had sex in, 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 in 10 years and you sad because you ain't met a spouse. No, you, you growing a rank right now. There's something, there's a self-control that you need for that marriage you're about to get into. Because if you didn't gain that self-control, the the enemy was going to come in and do something in that. God, I'm telling you, nothing you're doing is in vain. The chakra was created to make us believe that we have all the power for ourselves. So that, so this way we can't, it, it dismantles the true power of God in our lives because we start to think, okay, if I do this, if I do this, my, I'm, I'm irritated because this, a lot of y'all feel like y'all irritated because you a Capricorn. Y'all feel like y'all, y'all doing this because you don't nobody like you because you Aquarius. You too bossy because you a Leo. That stuff ain't real. Some of y'all just need some counseling. You need to deal with yourself. It ain't got nothing to do. Every, every, you can't blame everything on the zodiac sign. You can't, pl- you can't blame everything on, on the chakra that you ain't, you know, your, your hormones, your hormones could be imbalanced. Yeah, you can't blame everything on everything now. Some stuff got something to do with us. So what happens is God revealed to me, even in yoga, this, this, this type of power, you're trying to do all these rituals and everything, and what's connected to it is a snake. That's the snake in the spine, the kundalini. It ain't no, it ain't no, uh, that ain't God. We taking in all these gods and spirits and we doing all these yoga poses in our houses. We got, we got Sam, Frank, and John, snake, bat, and, uh, and, and Warris sitting all in our house. And we sitting here praying and we praying to God. We don't know what we, what we calling out. You don't know what God flying, what God, little God, demigod is flying in your place. You got a whole shrine. And you wonder why, okay, you know, what's going on? I, I can't, I, I ain't seeing it. Because you got all this stuff going on. You dibbing and dabbing with, you want to be with God and you want to be Christian and you want to dib and dab with this. When we are moving in the fruit of the spirit, we are able to get, we are, we're preparing ourselves and we can be able to move in the fullness without the, 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 the nagging. Ooh, I, I look at our flesh as nagging, nagging. We, we was born into the flesh. We were born in the sin. So it's like God telling you, okay, I want you to do this. You know, your flesh telling you, oh man, Billy coming over. We need, you need to call Billy because you haven't had sex in two months. 
or girl, we need to go, um, uh-uh, like, we need to go do this, uh, I need to worry about doing this, I, you know, nah, I'm, I, we worrying all, all of a sudden, this is what's holding us back, our fleshly needs, rent coming up, we worrying about rent, you know, we weren't so worried about rent, we didn't forgot, we, we, we didn't skip five Bible studies, if you ain't going to Bible studies, we ain't, we too busy shaking, worried about rent. We not even worried about what God is trying to do in our lives because we got these fleshly needs. Where your peace at? Peace don't come from, peace don't come from you sitting there smiling on Instagram and Facebook like you got peace. Peace going to come through from you going through a storm. When you come through, when you're going through a storm, your peace is going to be tested to see if you got peace. I remember, I remember being homeless. I was going place to place, and this woman came to me. She said, "You got so much peace. When I come around you, I just feel peace." She had no idea. I'm crying the night before, crying out to God, praying. But when, she, but she saw my fruit was peace. Come on, somebody. She saw my fruit was peace. It was a storm. They was on this boat and Jesus was coming toward them. And Peter, Peter, could, Peter was trying to walk across the water and he kept sinking because he didn't have peace. You got to tell that storm, peace, be still, be still, be still. We got so much chaos going on because there's so much stuff going around us. I remember this man, uh, I was uh, 19. I was losing everything around me. <laughs> and, uh, he, he gave me this concept, uh, and I'll never forget it. And he told me about the, the circumference, the, the center and the circumference. He said, you're the center. Jesus is the center. That's what he said. You're in the center with Jesus, and all this stuff is going on around you, and that's the circumference. He said, but if you just focus on the center, you're, the circumference is going to fade out and you're not going to see the circumference and the chaos that's going around you. And I kept that with me as I had to go from bounce from place to place. I mean, not no money, nothing, going through this, going through that, depressed. And I gained peace. I gained that fruit faithfulness faithfulness you know God told you something it ain't happening people telling you it's not gonna happen you don't see it happening but you having faith even when it's not happening that's what faith is faith is having faith when you don't see when you see <laughs> Ooh. let me tell y'all I remember when I was getting ready to move somewhere and my credit was crazy. <laughs> and God told me I was going to get approved. And I still had, I still something, credit was bad. And I signed an application and a day before, there was, there was this inquiry that cleared. And I didn't know how I was going to get approved because my credit was so low. And God told me, he said, you're going to get approved. And see, I didn't believe it because I didn't know. So they told me, they said, well, you're approved. They said, Jeff, you were approved, but we need to just see 
Come on, y'all. We were you you were approved. And see, I wasn't gonna approve with just no conditions. God said, God, God was a God approved me because the day before, whatever was on there that was that was pulling those points down disappeared. Come on, y'all. They said, Oh, just provide a screenshot of it. And I was approved. And I didn't think that I was going to be approved. And the enemy was telling me, you're not going to get approved for this. You're not going to get approved for this. You could never get approved for this. And I, after being homeless for months, I got approved credit after going through a, a, a move and then a, a, um, a identity theft. I, I didn't think that that was going to happen for me. See, I had faith because I believed what God showed me. And God changed the report. Something that was going to originally say, oh, I'm sorry, we can't help you, turned into you're an approved. There's something that you guys are somebody believing for. And God says, I'm going to, if you are faithful to me, even when I'm not doing what you think that I should be doing for you, I'm going to move in your behalf. This is the key. God is the key. People want to tell you, you got to do all this stuff to come up higher. You got to do this and do that. This is going to, how you're going to reach your third eye. That is how you're going to reach your third eye when God is the eye. God is the eye of the beholder. God is the key. How are you going to reach your uh, uh, eye in yourself when God breathed his breath into us and he made us and created us? I'm going to dismantle a lot of things. And one thing I'm going to talk about is how we allow divination and witchcraft to come into our lives and how we have to be careful for what we allow to come into our lives. I'm also going to talk about how a witch or a person who is is working in the spiritual realm and witchcraft can see when you can when you notice who they are. The same principles that used to work for you in the world are not going to work for you in the kingdom of God. If you are baptized in the Holy Spirit and you are in the kingdom of God and you're trying to use chakras and do all these things to get a head start, those things are not going to work for you anymore. I remember when I was 15 and I went to this neighbor's house. And I felt weird because we were in a conversation and uh, I didn't understand what, what divination was at the time. And I remember this this woman saying that she was born over with a, you know, something over her uh, wolves, over her, you know, like she was blessed or whatever uh, as a child. Meaning she could see like in the spiritual realm. So I remember uh, me and my sister was there and she just started, she went into this trance and she just started telling me all this stuff, like telling us all this stuff. And all of a sudden, her daughter jumped in and started telling, saying all this stuff too, like as if she was the same person with her. And it was very weird to me, but I didn't understand if it was God or if it was like, I didn't know what divination was. So she's, they started saying stuff to my sister specifically. But they wouldn't say anything about me because maybe they knew that I saw it and I knew it wasn't of God. And I wasn't like tickled 
by this type of voice, but they were speaking from a, they were speaking from a, um, supposedly speaking from someone that was from the, of the dead. And so I was very confused because I didn't understand where it was coming from and I knew it felt weird. But I was also confused of how this person was able to tell, you know, the person was telling my sister just some warnings or some things in the in that was going to come up in the future. It wasn't that what she was saying maybe wasn't not true because there were some things that were said that were actually happening, but it was very weird experience. And going into these type of things, I realized that even me being in this atmosphere, I had to pray and I, and I had to get deliverance in that area because you just never know um, what you are yoking yourself to in the situation. Just like when, when you're going into, um, I wasn't, I, I didn't know what was happening. They just started talking. But it's just like you're going to, you know, a psychic. You're going to see these psychics and different things. You're allowing divination to come into your spirit. And you're partaking with these type of things and you don't really know. And you have to make sure that you are you are uh, praying and not being connected and one with these type of things. Because this these type of things lead other type of things to, to access you and, and, and leech on to you. And... I think I might have explained that in the last podcast, but I wanted to talk about that because, you know, we have to be careful with all of these different type of ideologies and all these different type of things that we're taking on from the past. It's not saying that, like I said before, when you're coming into a new thinking and kingdom thinking, you have to do away with those old things because they don't work the same. They don't work the same like they did before. You're you're entangling with two different things and you're being a part of all these things and what's happening is it's confu- it, you're confused. You're depressed. You're wondering why this is not working and that's not working. So this podcast, I said that I was really going to dismantle um, uh, many things in the spirit. I'm going to talk about a few more things. Um, And um, I'm going to talk about, you know, witchcraft and just some experience that I've experienced of how to reveal it and how to see it. And I'm going to pray for you guys, a prayer of deliverance at the end. I'm going to uh, tell you guys how to recognize deliverance in your life, how to recognize um, demonic entities or different things that's going on because there's different things and signs that God will show you. All right. And one thing I want you guys to know when, uh, how to, how to discern if there's a hex, if there's a hex in the atmosphere, if there's a hex uh, on you, um, in you, whatever, uh, from a generational, whatever I want you, I want to talk about how to discern these things and how to discern when you're experiencing deliverance, how to uh, discern when you, uh, you can be, have a demonic entity in your presence or around you, or you've been affected by it. They talk about demons in the Bible. So please don't act like they don't talk about it. We don't talk enough about casting out spirits and demons because they did it. They, it was, it was, they were affected, affecting them in the Bible. And a lot of people, you got a lot of things yoked to you and, and you don't know what you need deliverance from it. So I'm going to talk about animals and, and symbols in the spirit that re- represent a uh, witchcraft or there's a demonic entity, a snake, a snake. We're going to talk about a snake, a snake uh, describe basically a snake. If you see a snake in a dream, uh, vision, whatever it means, a danger. All right. A snake can also mean a witchcraft or a hex. 
It can also mean a distraction. A, a, a snake comes in a form as, as just like Satan did. It comes in a form very uh, subtle, very passive. It's not going to be. Uh, sometimes you, if you see a, a python or a viper, these are very dangerous snakes. Mean a danger, or uh, they're they're very high in authority. There's also something called Levithian. All right, Levithian, uh, if you see that, that type of snake, that's a big, huge snake. Most of the time you'll see it wrapped around. You'll also see it small, a very small, uh, it'll start as a seed. This is a, represents a witchcraft or a hex. If you see a snake coming out, um, if you see it coming out of you in a dream, it represents a deliverance. If you see it coming out of you in a dream, if you see it in you in a dream, or whether if whether it's a pregnancy, uh, if you see it like um, uh, in you, like inside of your body, uh, this means that you need to get deliverance from this uh, specific. There, there's some there's something that that is there. Whether it's a seed, a demonic seed, if there is a hex that was preyed on you, whatever it is, if you see it in this form, it means you need deliverance in this area. All right. Um, if you see something, this is in the natural, in the real world. If you see something, uh, of a, a snake in the tub, let's say you finish taking a shower, taking a bath, and you see a, a black um, kind of gooey thing, and it looks like it's an organism or whatever, and it comes out in the tub. I know it sounds really uh, disgusting, but uh, this is a form of deliverance. This was a, a could be a, a levithium, like I told you guys, which is a... Um, um, Sometimes this could be affiliated with someone who was um, uh, who um, dealt with a lust or a, a marine a spirit. All right, so this is something that is, that is um, could could have been implanted. Most of these things, if this if you see this, this could have been implanted through uh, sexual intercourse, uh, through um, uh, sorcery, uh, with these different things that implanted a lust that grew. And what it is, it um, it. Um, it tugs and and and, and uh, pulls in the heart, and it comes in the form of um, you know anger and control. So if you see this coming out, this is a form of deliverance. All right, it's a sign of deliverance. We're gonna skip forward. Uh, so if, if you uh, okay, and also I wanted to talk mucus. If you um, if you are throwing up. Let's say you just got prayed over and you're not you're not pregnant. You throwing up mucus. This is a form of deliverance. Uh, a mucus, okay, um, is a form that you are being delivered uh, from something. That's what you're throwing up mucus. A rat, okay, a rat in the spirit. This is our next thing. A rat in the spirit re- uh, uh, re- represents a surveillance or hex. A rat, if you see a rat in the spirit running around at the top of your uh, your place or whatever, um, this represents um, wisdom. This represents, um, no, sorry, it doesn't represent wisdom. <laughs> I was talking. Uh, but this represents um, uh, surveillance, all right, or hex. Um, you'll, if somebody is, um, uh, you know, um, in the atmosphere, trying to get information, 
you know, recording, trying to get information from you, different things like that, location to figure out what you're doing. That represents, that's, you'll see a rat. A rat or rodent, rodent coming out of something or someone represents deliverance. Let's say you had a dream of you giving birth to an organism or it was coming out. That represents deliverance of something that was implanted in you that you didn't know and God delivered you from it. And it represents a deliverance. Um, let's see, uh, crows, a crow, a crow in the spirit, uh, represents surveillance or monitoring. All right. It represents surveillance or monitoring. It's uh, also represents demonic entity. And I remember when uh, I'm giving an example, I was praying over, I was, uh, someone told me to go pray over church. Um, I was 21, I think I remember going praying over church, and uh, she said her her uncle was starting his new church, and it was a church building. She said it was a lot of, um, this was his niece, she said it was a lot of uh, demonic spirits and just a, a lot of attacks around it, and she asked me, could I go pray over it? I remember going to the church, and there was this crow flying in the air, making all these noises. It was really late, it was about 10 at night, and it was flying, it just came out of nowhere, flying in the air as I was praying over this church, making all this noise while I was praying. And I remember praying over this church. It was a big church going, we went around stomping around it, uh, praying. And, um, I remember praying down anything that exalted itself above God. And we came back at the end of praying for, I came back at the end of praying over this church and the crow was on the ground dead. It was stiff, really like stiff looking and it was dead. And she said, that's that crow that was just walking around calling and screaming i said yeah it's it's done it died that was not from god and i said it came as a distraction and it's and god has brought it to the ground and it was dead so if you see a crow that's what that is if you see a cat in the spirit a cat represents could represent uh monitoring it it can also rep um cats are not necessarily demonic all right uh cats are not necessarily money but many witches use them for spiritual purposes to kind of if they want to transport themselves or try to uh, be in the spirit they can try to use a cat uh to do that or if you see like an, a, a vision or something coming toward you it could just represent like uh someone trying to like uh you could just represent like a witch in its form like you know doing like witchcraft or something like that but animals all animals can be used for Satan if they are if if they are uh, purpose to do that. This is why if you have an animal, especially a, a cat, pray over your cat. Uh, literally, baptize your cat, whatever you got to do, but pray over your cat. Constantly pray over your animal. It doesn't matter what animal you have. You need to be praying over it because animals have a soul. You know, they're living beings and anything... The enemy can use anything. He can use your your cousin, your your kids, your pet. He can use whatever he wants. And a, a pet is going to take on something else. An animal is going to take on into their spiritual atmosphere. So I remember having this cat and um, years ago, and uh, I got it from this specific atmosphere. And these people did not believe in God. And the they had a bunch of cats rolling around the place, all everywhere. And I brought my cat into my atmosphere and she just, you know, she healed. She had so much peace and she was nice. And I remember bringing her back to visit her mom and her mom hissed at her uh, because she didn't recognize her anymore because she had went to a whole nother. It's like going to a whole nother nation. She was a whole different person. 
and she didn't recognize her. And and they were they were those cats were crazy. They was climbing on everything, hanging from the chandeliers. It was a mess. And they was in a whole nother nation. You know what I mean? So it just depends on what where your your animal takes on your environment. Believe it or not, if you're in, you're doing all these chakras and all this stuff, that's what your animal has. And when it comes into that atmosphere, it's going to reject. Uh, it's going to reject the new atmosphere. Um, is yeah, going to reject that atmosphere. I remember when, um, you know, I adopted this uh, pet and I got it from an atmosphere. I went to um, uh, pray over some uh, someone's home and this person, they got delivered, gave their life to Christ, but they had uh, prior, had they prior had did uh, witchcraft, you know, in, in their atmosphere. And I remember when um, I was adopting the cat, but I remember when I first gave uh, the, the pet some um, food and the pet threw it up it threw up the food I gave it because it wasn't used to it so I remember praying over the cat of course prayed over for the whole family they got baptized I prayed over the cat I had to pray over it before I brought it uh, and um, I remember when I brought the other food God told me like Lee, don't bring anything from that but I brought the cat the food that the previous mom had for it and I brought it and I brought it with me and I gave that cat I brought that cat into my atmosphere and gave that cat its old food and it threw up the old food it would not eat the old food from the old atmosphere because it was already in a new atmosphere and it, all it would eat was my food so that shows you that whatever you're you're bringing into an atmosphere you're bringing into another atmosphere this is a whole new atmosphere I talked about that story and I believe week two about how I met this um this um I think it was in my uh, old podcast, The Covenant, of how I met that friend, and they had that one little candle in their house, and it contaminated their whole atmosphere because of that one witchcraft candle. It's the same thing, right? People will use objects to bring into your atmosphere, and that one little small object, if it is in an atmosphere of... Of, of darkness or even whatever not even darkness if they're doing all these different things and you you they trying to give you a gift and you bring that into that atmosphere is going to reject your atmosphere is going to reject whatever that is is going to reject it because you have brought sin in the camp just like in in the book uh, and when god was talking about with joshua you have brought sin in the camp you brought something else from a whole nother nation into your atmosphere and now it's rejecting it and you're having these problems that you don't even realize you're going to have before we're going to talk about a roach a roach manifestation a roach manifestation represents deliverance or witchcraft is around so let's say you just prayed over something you don't have roaches or whatever and you just prayed over some something or god you know something just happened and you see a little you you see a little roach come out or whatever and manifest itself and you kill it that represents um a manifestation of something okay that's what it represents it represents a manifestation of something that is that is uh, has manifested itself but it was something that was dark uh that was uh, not not good god blocked it he um you know, you prayed against it or whatever, something, and it manifested and it came out a roach also in, in a manifestation. If it's like a bunch of roaches around that could represent that uh, the, the people are doing divination or uh, witchcraft and there's a manifestation around. And I'm not saying that if you see a little, like a little small whatever, that it's, um, that you get some pest control, whatever you clean up. But if you seeing like, if you, uh, I remember this one person as a, a distraction came, uh, and it, I knew I wasn't supposed to be talking to this guy. And I remember, uh, they came up, we didn't do anything, 
but when he left there was a huge black it was black it wasn't even brown it was black it was in my restroom a huge cockroach popped out of nowhere and I killed it and God and if that's what it represented and God had already revealed to me that this person like it was it was a, a sort of sorcery behind him you know it was a lot of control and it was a lot of the enemy was using this to really uh, distract me in my life and at that time that's what it represented so that can also represent so I know it sounds crazy but that that's that can be what it can represent so that's what animals represent when you see them like that um witchcraft and I already talked about that in um I already talked about that uh in the last podcast witchcraft it might try to delay but it will never win. God's true purpose will always win. Witchcraft is you witchcraft is usually used to slow down or delay. It's almost like when someone does witchcraft or a hex, it's like an arrest in the spirit. They can't affect you in person. So people try to use witchcraft or hexes or all these different things to keep you bound and bound in bondage like an arrest. It's like an arrest in the spirit. But what happens is it doesn't last for long. It, it wears off. And the the good thing about this stuff is when God, um, when God, if, if this, if this, let's say somebody prays a hex on you and they pray witchcraft on you and, and you're protected by God. When this, when, when God intervenes in this, this, this person praying this, this, they experience this back a hundredfold. That's what they experienced back. They experienced this back a hundred uh, fold uh, because the, it does, it is it doesn't work, and this is not gonna because especially if you if these people praying these big these big type spells and you know all these different things and stuff. This stuff is serious and you don't play with this stuff. Also, so a snake and snakes and scorpions represent uh, demonic. Uh, they represent um, uh, like a. De- uh, uh witchcraft most of the time if you see um if you see um like i've seen a snake i told you guys the dreams of the snake so two friends that were uh doing god showed me it was two people and i saw two snakes that's what he revealed and so that's what he showed me he showed me uh, those those two people and what they were trying to do now if you see something or if you see uh something in your atmosphere um, this represents that you could be in witchcraft yourself or, and you have been, uh, um, you know, somebody, either somebody is doing it on you or you are partaking in it. And it's, uh, uh, God is, could be revealing that to you and that it, it, it could also reveal that it's destroyed. Just like that big cockroach. That big cockroach represent that guy uh, in my life that was doing that on me that was trying to, uh, he was he was trying to it was trying to um affect me and he showed it in in my atmosphere that's what he showed you know so that's what it could represent and i'm not trying to say just because you got cockroach flying around or whatever like you know you need to really clean up your place if you got that going on you really need to get some pest control and keep your place clean but really if you see manifestations like that that represents like uh it can it can represent uh something that's going on you know something that you need to pray regarding something or you have there's an attack or something you know going on um yeah them flying ones you know growing up them used to always i i never forget i i was traumatized because one flew and hit me 
and you know like I told you I grew up with they did a lot of that but you know just because the house was clean it was a lot of that that witch voodoo stuff around that they were doing um all right so um there's judgment to to people who participate in this type of things you know praying dark spells and all this stuff there's judgment on on this just like I mentioned uh in Deuteronomy these people you know you're playing with people and you're playing with their life and you're cursing them their life these type of people you you find out what happened these people fall out dead all of a sudden and they don't know why they didn't fall feel out dead you got to be careful when you play with these type of things because you can experience judgment from the Lord all right so I want to uh, talk about I remember this time uh, I remember this time that um I was in a I was in a, I was at home and my sister, we were in the room and she saw this big old, uh, she saw this big old uh, presence that just came and rushed by. And I said, what is, she said, what is that? And I said, uh, she said, I just saw something rush by. It was like a demonic spirit or something, you know? And um, I get up and I said, oh, I'm going to go find it. So I went and I, you know, the Holy Spirit revealed to me where it was, what area. So I pulled out this little thing. This was something my aunt, I told you guys, uh, if you're not mistaken, I remember uh, I heard her in a conversation and the person said, how are you going to punish them? You know, she was always punishing us. And she said voodoo. So this is what she did. She practiced witchcraft in her home against us and, and put it on us because she, you know, for some reason, that's how she felt like she was going to keep us bound. But anyway, um, I found this little object or whatever hanging from the back of the uh, TV thing, and I pulled it out, and I and I started praying, and as there, I, it was a time, even a time where I found a voodoo doll in one of my aunt's closets, you know, and I went and threw it in the trash. It was all kind of stuff I found, but I uh, went and and pulled it. Uh, and I said, you're not going to stop what uh, God is doing. So I put it in this little uh, Ziploc bag. I prayed over it. And uh, it's, I put it on my desk, my little desk in my room. And my sister was in there. And it started shaking. The presence was inside of a bag. And it started shaking back and forth. And my sister said, what? This thing is shaking. I said, yeah, it's in there. And I said, you have no authority over us. You get out of here and I'll send you back to the pits of hell. And all of a sudden, it just the bag just stopped shaking. And people will be like, you're crazy. How is a bag shaking? Well, that was a demonic entity that, that had came into the atmosphere. And it was sent and it was put inside of a little small object. It was living inside of this little thing. It went to go hide inside of this little thing. And this little object was something that my uh, aunt would use to, to perform her little practices or whatever. And that's what it went to to uh, to to be in. So just wanted to tell you guys that story. Um, and another another uh story when it comes to deliverance i want to explain deliverance i was at a missionary conference in 2018 and uh the lord um revealed to me for pray to pray for one of the students that was there and she experienced deliverance at the at the conference and uh i prayed over her and god uh you know, casted out some things and God freed her, uh, from some things that she had, uh, which was, uh, one of them, which was, uh, the Marine, the like lust, uh, type of, of entity 
that was in her that was uh you know because she had went through like a lot of sexual abuse and a lot of things in her life and God freed her from a lot of things uh and and you know we brought up uh, many things that she didn't talk about and just uh, a lot of things and she went to the restroom and she threw up I think she was thrown up for about maybe five minutes and she she threw up and she was so scared that she was throwing up and I said no it's okay you're experiencing deliverance you're going through deliverance it's okay like all this stuff is coming out and you can you can um you can um whatever was in it in her was coming out coming out coming out and she was throwing up and you know I got her some water and she was very afraid and she said you know I said you're just you're being delivered you're being delivered God is taking you through a deliverance and I saw her face her complete face change she didn't even look like she looked uh when when I saw her she, her eyes looked like everything had changed uh when she experienced that deliverance and um I myself have ex- I remember experienced del- deliverance when um God actually delivered me in the midst of I was praise dancing I remember I was praise dancing at a church and uh, in the middle of a dance, um, I, I fell and I went to the restroom and I threw up and I felt something just uh, negative, you know, just I threw up mucus, you know. And um, later on, God revealed to me that I was being delivered. And dance uh, was something that uh, is something that I do even now to combat spiritual warfare, you know, depression, anything. That's something that I do and that's a form of my deliverance. And in, there are many times when I'm praying over people and even with my students, I would just dance around and, and uh, dance, I would just dance around the room, you know, and when they were sad and depressed, I would just get them to dance and move around because uh, this is this is a form of, of war, uh, spiritual, how I battle spiritual warfare in my own life. And it was beautiful to know that God delivered me even while I was dancing. Um, you know, from a lot of things, and people saw that about me, even in church, you know, they saw that, um, my gift of dance was, was a a way to, that I come, that I fight in the spirit, you know, and I thought that was, um, a very, um, that was, that's just a blessing to be able to use those, you know, gifts to, um, as a, as a, as a, as a weapon, you know, so I want to, uh, pray and I know this was uh, um this is a been these are this has been maybe a long podcast but I want to go ahead and pray and what I want to pray against I want to pray against um witchcraft and grave spells hexes bomb bound spells love spells snake seeds I want to pray against all this stuff that is in you might be in your life or attached to you right now uh, you guys have been fasting and praying. Uh, thank you for this. If you are come on this podcast and you are asking God and you're saying, hey, I want to be free from this. I want to say a prayer for you. And I want to say a prayer to push you into your deliverance right now. All right. So wherever you are, I want you to stand up wherever you are. If you're in the car, uh, you know, stop your car. Make sure you pull over or something. And I want you to stand up and I want you to spread your hands out into the Lord. If you are experiencing a stomach pains, I want you to put your hands on your stomach. If you're experiencing pains wherever in your body that has been causing you problems in your body, your back, your tailbone, I want you to put your hands on that area and I want you to lift your hands up uh, before God right now. So dear Heavenly Father, I just come to you, God. I am praying, God, I am coming to you boldly, God. 
but I am believing you for a miracle right now in the name of Jesus. And I'm praying for anybody on this call that is that needs deliverance right now. God, I rebuke every curse, spell, foul spirit that has been placed on them through hexes, witchcraft, grave spells, love spells, snake seeds that have been bound to them, God. I break it in the name of Jesus and I send it back to the pits of hell. It has no authority over you. It has no authority over the call that is over their life. I come against those spirits right now in the name of Jesus. I send every spirit, every foul spirit, every seed that was planted in them, whether it's through sexual intercourse, whether it's through hex, whether it's from an object in their in their in their uh, atmosphere. God, I pray every anything that was sent in their atmosphere to destroy, deflate, and and delay them, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. I re- I bind it in the name of Jesus. And I send it to the uh, pits of hell. I come against every false covenant in a marriage. Every spirit or demonic spirit that is sitting in the place of the true spouse that is supposed to be with a person, anything that is sitting in a in a in a place that is not supposed to be there, I come against it in the name of Jesus. We send it to the pits. I come against every object, every object that was placed in the atmosphere. I destroy it in the name of Jesus. God, with the power you have given me, I destroy it. I send it to the pits of hell. It has no authority on you anymore. Anything that was yoked to you from generational grave curses, I bind that in the name of Jesus. You are free in the name of Jesus right now in the name. Thank you, God. Thank you for what you are doing right now, Lord. God, we pray every anything that was bound. We pray, uh, I pray against depression in the name of Jesus. Anything that was told that you would never be enough, that you're never going to get married, that you're never going to be in love, any lie that the enemy has told you, it is now in void. I return any hex that was sent. I return it back to sender in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for what you are doing. I thank you for the deliverance that you are giving everybody on this podcast, God. God, let them give glory to you for they are delivered right now in the name of Jesus. I pray any infirmities that's in the body in the name of Jesus, I command you to freeze up and die right now in the name of Jesus. You will not spread. I come against cancer in the name of Jesus. God, you are a healer, Lord. You are a healer. You heal, God. You have the true power to heal everything in the name of Jesus. God, you are a healer. God, you are a healer. You will you heal everything. God, you are the true light. I come against any marine spirit, water spirits that have come to bring a lust. I come against it in the name of Jesus, Lord. And I ask that you bring up everything that is stuck, every seed that is hidden, everything that is hidden, that is that is trying to hide. It will be brought up to the storefront. It will be brought up to the front right now in the name of Jesus. I come against curses that are over the business. I come against generational curses that are over the family, any demonic spirit that has been planted, somebody that has been planted on the next generational seed, you are broken. You have no authority over the next seed. I come against any any pregnancies that are delayed and that are having complications. I pray that your body begins to work and function, that your hormones begin to balance. That anything that has come over it will die in the name of Jesus. It has no authority over you. It has no authority over you. God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you for healing depression in the name of Jesus. I thank you for delivering. I thank you. I, I come against any um, any delay, anything that was delayed uh, by the enemy on your finances. I pray that your finances are loosed right now in the name of Jesus. 
anything that is uh, is trying to stop any person that is in your life that is coming against the true purpose that you have of God over your life. I pray that God exposes it right now. Thank you, God. God, I pray that everybody that is uh, listening under the sound of my voice, Lord, work in their lives right now in the name of Jesus God restore, restore, restore restore, restore what the enemy has taken away from them God I see a lot of uh, depression oppression I come against oppression and oppression in the name of Jesus whatever the lies of the enemy that is telling you that is a lie you shall not believe the lie of the enemy you will believe the good reports God give them uh, faith and give them joy right now in the name of uh, overwhelming joy for them to walk into a new joy and have a new joy in you depression is curable God God you are the healer you heal you heal God medicine psychologists psychiatrists can't you heal Lord So, Lord, I pray that you heal depression in the name of Jesus. And, God, you send them to resources for them to, if they have to need to talk to someone, God, you provide those resources and open the door for them to take their journey of healing. God, I thank you today for what you are doing. I thank you so much um, for the blessings that you are bestowing on your people. Thank you for them to have the courage to be able to listen to this podcast. If there is anyone on this podcast feeling that you have sold yourself into witchcraft or this type of of lifestyle and you've been this way for years and you don't think you can get out, there's an invitation for you right now to get out. You want to give your life to Christ today? Put your hands up and say, God, I want to be, I want to live for you. Jesus, come into my heart. I have been living this way, and I don't want to live this way anymore. I want to come to you, and I want to give my life to Christ. You have the opportunity. It's free. You have the choice to come, and you don't have to say it doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter how you were taught as a child. You can come out into the—you the, can walk this walk with God if this is what you want to do. This doesn't make you any less of a person uh, because that's the lifestyle you choose. But God wants to take you. God wants to show you so much uh, more than what you already know. God loves you so much despite what you have done, what you didn't do. The, the, the theologies, the, the, the insight that you already have, he still loves you. It doesn't matter if you're the darkest witch are you the are you are you did the worst of things God still loves you and he is still calling you he still calls you he still calls you into this new walk with him So I am praying for you. And if you want to, if you say, you know what, God, I, I want to retire. I want to retire from dark magic. I want to give, I want to give this up. I want to come into this new walk with you. I want to see what this Jesus is about. I want to try this Jesus. I, I don't know. I'm yearning for, for a love like this. I don't know where it's going to take me. I might not be perfect and that doesn't mean anything, but God, I want to try you today. If that's you right now, I want you to say, God, come, Lord, come into my heart, Jesus. Come into my heart today and I want to live for you. I believe unto you. 
as the Lord and Savior, and I want you to live in me, through me, and use me now. I want you to retire from the old lifestyle that I've been living, the old traditions, the old ways. I don't have to do this anymore to be to be loved and to be, I don't need to pay. I don't need to sacrifice objects and things to come higher in you. I want to give it up, and I want to be, and I want to walk for you. If that's you today, I want you to understand that you can, you have the right you don't have to have this or that to be qualified from God. You are called into this walk. You're called into the kingdom. If that's you, I want you to say, Lord, come into my heart today. Make me new and make me whole. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit and let me be free. Forgive me. And to, and hold my hand through this walk because I know that it is not perfect, but I am going to be the best that I can be. And it doesn't matter what man say. It doesn't matter if man say you have to be perfect or you can't do this or you can't do that. God is going to accept you. Religion is not going to accept you, but God is going to accept you. A Catholic church might not accept you because they didn't go. You didn't go through all 12 of their classes. But God said, I'm going to accept you. That job application might not accept you because you got felons. But God said, I'm going to accept you. So I want you to know that God is going to accept you and he accepts you as you are to come into a new walk with him. I thank you all for coming today. Please be blessed, you guys. Pray. Keep me in prayer. I will keep you in prayer. Subscribe, like, and prepare for our next month's series. Our next month's series is titled greed and gluttony gluttony and greed it's talking about the life's desires and and how we um the 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 things of this this world can can bring us and suck us in and consume us causing us to live a life of of uh a fullness and gluttony and it it sets us back so we're make sure you're subscribed for next for november's podcast I am praying for you guys all the time and I love you guys so much. And please know that you can talk to me and I am here for you. Whatever it might be, I am here for you. And, and, and everyone, this is a learning journey. This is a learning process. We are constantly growing and we're constantly getting better. It's not about being perfect. It's about growing in your season. This is not to say people who have a different ideology on life is 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 uh, is um, less uh, than than me or less than anyone else. But when we are walking in God and we are moving in Him, there are different things that we have to be aware of, and we have to know. It's not saying that God doesn't want us to heal in a natural way. But we have to remember that not to forget about him and understand and give him reverence and acknowledge him that he is the creator. And without him, there's nothing, believe it or not. Make sure you guys leave me a voicemail. You can email me at Deborah.Rodriguez5, not 5, Deborah.RodriguezTravel at gmail.com. And I will make sure I get back to you guys. All right. I love you guys so much. And I look forward to uh, speaking to you next podcast. Alrighty, you guys be blessed.